Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, Under His Wings, based on our reading of Job chapter 8, verse 20 to 22. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. Behold, God will not cast away a perfect man, neither will he help the evildoers, till he be filled thy mouth with laughing and thy lips with rejoicing. They that hate thee shall be clothed with shame, and the dwelling place of the wicked shall come to naught. Only when we dwell under the wings of the Almighty will we be able to stand firm when discouraging comments are made by our friends during our times of distress. One of the worst things to ever happen to you is to have judgmental friends come to visit you when you are under distress. This was the situation that Job faced when God allowed Satan to place severe calamities upon him. Reflect for a moment on the negative remarks made by his friends Bildad in Job chapter 9, verse 20 to 22. That's Job chapter 8, sorry, verse 20 to 22. Behold, God will not cast away a perfect man, neither will he help the evil doers, till he fill thy mouth with laughing and thy lips with rejoicing. They that hate thee shall be clothed with shame, and the dwelling place of the wicked shall come to naught. Matthew Henry, in commenting on this passage of scripture, he, he made a following statement. Build that here, in the close of his discourse, sums up what he has to say in a few words, setting before Job life and death, the blessing and the cursing, assuring him that as he was so he should fear and therefore they might conclude that as he feared so he was one on the one hand if he were a perfect upright man god would not have cast him away verse 20 though now he seemed forsaken of god he would yet return to him and by degrees would turn his mourning into dancing, and comfort should flow in unto him, so that plentiful that his mouth should be filled with laughing. Verse 21. So affecting should be the happy change be. Those that love him would rejoice with him, but those that hate him and have triumphed in his fall would be ashamed of their insolence when they should see him restored to his former prosperity. Now it is true that God will not cast away any upright man. He may be cast down for a time, but he shall not be cast away forever. It is true that if not in this world, yet in another, the mouth of the righteous shall be filled with rejoicing. Though their sun should set on a cloud, yet it shall rise again clear, never more to be clouded. Though they go mourning to the grave, that shall not hinder their entrance into the joy of their Lord. 
It is true that the enemies of the saints shall be clothed with shame when they see them crowned with honor. But it does not therefore follow that if Job were not perfectly restored to his former prosperity, he would forfeit the character of a perfect man. Number two, on the other hand, if he were a wicked man and an evildoer, God would not help him but leave him to perish in his present distress and his dwelling place should come to naught. And there also it is true that God would not help the evildoer. They throw themselves out of this protection and forfeit his favor. He will not take the ungodly by hand, will not have fellowship and communion with them, for that communion can never be between light and darkness. He will not lend them his hand to pull them out of the misery, the eternal misery into which they have put themselves. They will then stretch out their hands to him for help, but it will be too late. He will not take them by the hand. Between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed. It is true that the dwelling place of the wicked sooner or later will come to naught. Those only who make God their dwelling place are safe forever. Those who make other things their refuge will be disappointed. Sin brings ruin on persons and family. Yet to argue that because of Job's family was sunk and he himself at present seemed helpless, therefore he certainly was an ungodly man, was neither just nor charitable, as long as there appeared no other evidence of his wickedness and ungodliness. Let us judge nothing before the time, but wait till the secret of all hearts shall be made manifest and the present difficulties of providence be solved to universal and everlasting satisfaction when the mystery of God shall be finished. End of quote. Can you imagine that instead of bringing words of comfort to Job, his friend Bill had brought words of discouragement? I'm not sure how many of us realize that our kind of nature always desires to put people down. As sinful human beings, we are agents of the devil. Bildad was carrying out the mandate of the devil. It was Satan's intention to, to use Job's friends to discourage him so that he would give up on God. You see, my friend, if Satan can get us to question the character and nature of God, then he will be able to pull us from under the protective wings of the Lord. Today, the Lord is reminding us that Satan will use those closest to us to try to pull us away from God. But if we continue to trust in the Lord, no matter the circumstance, He will keep us under His wings and protect us from the negative effects of the discouraging comments that our friends will make to us when we are under persecution, distress, and calamities. I pray that we will continue to allow the Holy Spirit to take full control of every area of our lives so that so that we will never leave under the protective wings of our Lord when, even when Satan uses those closest to us to try to discourage us from walking and trusting in the Lord. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this word and the reminder 
that once we place ourselves under your wings, you protect us from the fiery darts of the wicked one. Thank you for the message we receive today, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.